Welcome to The Cantankerous Catholic with Joe Sixpack, the every Catholic guy. Listen to Joe tackle the really tough moral issues, current events, and politics from a Catholic perspective. Now here's Joe Sixpack, the every Catholic guy. Hello again, Sixpack Warriors. Welcome back to The Cantankerous Catholic, episode 137. If you've listened to this show for any length of time, then you know that I love to rant on the subjects I'm very passionate about. Raymond D'Souza is the only guest I've ever had on this show who rants more than I do, and I'm loving it. This week we'll hear the rest of Raymond's rant about sacrilegious communions. Discover why thousands of readers worldwide turn to the Wanderer newspaper for weekly perspective and analysis of the news and events that increasingly threaten our values and our way of life. Hello, my name is Joe Matt, publisher of America's oldest national Catholic weekly newspaper, The Wanderer. If you take your Catholic faith seriously and you are concerned about the direction of our country, the ever-encroaching hand of big government, the assault of the culture on the traditional family, and the threat of progressive leaders in our churches who embrace much of the current leftist culture rather than opposing it, you will find a home in the pages of The Wanderer. If you are tired of being force-fed the agenda-driven false narratives of the day by the godless dominant media and the political elite who preside within our government, our schools, and yes, in our Catholic churches, it is time for you to take a look at The Wanderer. Every week, The Wanderer addresses these concerns, exposing the who, what, and the why with sound analysis and solutions to these problems that threaten the values we hold dear. Not only is The Wanderer a great source for the issues that affect our lives, but it is also a great tool to learn more about the treasures of our Catholic faith and how to defend it in this time of great moral decay. I'm so confident you will like The Wanderer. For you six-packers out there, I have a special offer. For one dollar, that's one dollar, we are offering new subscribers the opportunity to receive one month's worth of issues. That's four weekly issues. Take The Wanderer for a test drive. After one month, it is nine dollars a month. You can cancel anytime you want. I hope you will take advantage of this limited offer today. Text the word NEWS to 830-331-5729 and I will send you a link to this offer or look for the link in Joe's show notes below. The Wanderer, for 154 years, unabashedly pro-life, independent, and conservative in its politics and steadfast in its defense of Orthodox Catholicism. My friend Raymond D'Souza likes to say he's Brazilian by birth, Catholic by the grace of God, and American by choice. Patriotism isn't only a love for our country, but also devotion to the kingdom of heaven, which is the Catholic Church. Raymond is a true patriot because he loves both America and the Church. This week we'll wrap up the interview with Raymond D'Souza. I hope you enjoy listening to this very passionate Catholic. Let's listen. Have they forgotten that uh, abortion is murder? It is murder. What you are killing is a baby, a human being. It has become so, today the word abortion becomes so user-friendly that uh, as if it was uh, nothing of importance. But here we have the blood of thy brother calls out from the ground to heaven for vengeance since Abel. The killing of an innocent human being. Ha, huh, that's the funny thing. Most people 
who are in favor of abortion are against death penalty for incorrigible criminals. <laughs> That's a, the, the, the hypocrisy is amazing. So the, the innocent must die and the guilty must not. That's the that's why Jesus called them hypocrites. Do Amen. as I say, don't do as I do. That's the basic idea. So uh, yeah. I'm now involved in this project, and I'm encouraging everyone to offer reparation for the sins committed by those bishops and priests, who, by the way, in so many cases now are involved in homosexuality, which is another another problem. That uh, I know what you mean. Yes, yes. and and that's a topic that we. Not today, but we certainly want yes. to talk about in the future. Raymond, over 90% of Catholic couples use artificial contraception by their own admission. Mm-hmm. 82% reject one or more doctrines of the Catholic faith, and the majority believe abortion, euthanasia, and doctor-assisted suicide are morally permissible. Are these Catholics committing sacrilege when they receive communion And just how serious is that for them? The reason I ask this is because despite how big and good my Catholic audience is, I happen to know for a fact that many of them fit into these statistics. So will you please tell us, are these Catholics committing sacrilege when they receive communion? And just how serious is that for them? Okay. First point to consider is this. Are they aware that they are committing a sin in practicing contraception, in supporting abortion, euthanasia, or whatever? Because one of the three conditions for a sin to be considered mortal, one is the matter must be grave. In this case, it is grave. Two, the people must know that it is grave. And thirdly, at the moment of acting, they give their full consent. Now, I easily agree that most Catholics today do not know that contraception is evil because the evil priests and bishops do not teach them. So they may claim, between quotes, ignorance for the time being. Abortion, euthanasia, and the others, no. That is, they should know. And here's a question of ignorance. You can have culpable ignorance and non-culpable ignorance. A person who has no way of to find out why certain action is evil has no way to know. He's called a non-guilty ignorance. That's all right. But Catholics should know. Bishops and priests should. They have the duty to know and to teach the people. Therefore, they are guilty of negligence those clerics who do not teach the people. They are guilty of negligence, and uh, they are responsible for that. For the people, in the, especially, they should know. So why should the Catholic Church say that uh, contraception is wrong? Why? Has anybody read the paper encyclical Humanae Vitae? I have been so many places giving talks, and people say, ah, but it's a matter of... Uh, Humanae Vita says it's a matter of, for the individual conscience. I said, really? Show me in the text of the encyclical. It does not say that. It does not say at all. Because a conscience, to be well-formed, it must be properly informed. And the most Catholics do not know the teaching of the Holy Mother Church about the contraception. As a result, 
with the widespread use of contraception, when people give in to their basic desires instead of their duties, the result is that the, the Catholic family is being destroyed. The number of divorces, the number of um, adultery, it, because since the, there is no risk of conception, one can have escapades of different ways, and with the parishes not teaching morality, we have a catastrophe in the church. So summing up, one can be ignorant about the teaching of the church regarding contraception, but that ignorance, we must see, is that guilty or not guilty? If it is impossible for them to learn, it is not guilty. They're not responsible for it. But if they should know, if they had the opportunity to know and could not be bothered about knowing, it's like the law. If we, uh, There are laws in America that you are supposed to know. If you don't know because you don't be bothered, you couldn't be bothered about it, well, you are responsible for it. Likewise, in the Holy Church, in the, uh, in the Code of Canon Law, the Canon 195, and the Church t- says explicitly, those who are in a state of mortal sin cannot receive the Eucharist. It is, the, it is written, it is the law, as a consequence of St. Paul, 1 Corinthians chapter 11. If you receive Holy Communion unworthily, you purge for yourself condemnation. Therefore, both the clergy and the laity have the duty to know these things. If they don't know, well, then they are guilty. Likewise. So that's why it's so important to form one's conscience, to understand the truth of the truths of the faith about all these evils. Thank you, Raymond. I I'm glad you brought up the part about the three conditions necessary for sin to be mortal. And to you six-pack warriors, I was not implying that there's a majority of you in this, but I do know that there are some listeners who use artificial contraception or reject a doctrine of the faith. And Raymond, so you know, they can't feign ignorance on this show if they listen to it, because I have covered these things over and over and over again you know some people say to me hey man you can you cover some of this stuff ad nauseum and it's beginning to get tedious well <laughs> you know the reason the, that uh, a traditional catechism is written with question and answer is because it's to be done by rote if you do it over repetition is the very best teacher and i never hesitate to repeat myself whenever it comes to things that affect the immortal soul you know yes raymond we really appreciate the things you've said here today i know the six-pack warriors have enjoyed it would you consider coming back on the show at some future point most definitely yes it would be a pleasure for me when you said that uh, you had lots of uh, audience in india I went to India some uh, five years ago. I spent 12 days there in Go, in the, not Go, the um, Kerala, in the south of India, the, where are lots of Catholics. I went to the, um, to attend mass in the Malabar Rite, and it was incredibly beautiful. I just fell in love with the Malabar Rite. And the people dressed, not one single woman was wearing uh, Western clothes. They all wear the sari, the typical Indian. And one was different from the other, the variety, the beauty, and how they love gold. That's amazing. 
you mean to tell me there wasn't lots of thigh showing and breasts no. <laughs> falling out of tops? Definitely not. Definitely. <laughs> and there were, what I found interesting was um, I gave several talks there in seminaries, in parishes. Uh, there was one uh, one uh, little nun who translated my talk into their language, Malayalam, which is absolutely impossible to any decent people to understand whatever she was saying. But anyway, what I found interesting, we had a kind of a parade in the street, a pro-life activity, about 2,000 people in the, in the street listening to a speaker about abortion. But I noticed one thing. <laughs> I was the only pale face in the place. <laughs> it was me. Everybody looking at me. Who is this guy? What is he doing here? <laughs> it was amazing. I've, and the food in India was absolutely uh, exquisite. I put on some 10 pounds while I, I spent 12 days there. <laughs> and the, the, I tasted every single one of those delights. that uh, It was marvelous. I hope one day um, I'll be able to go back there to see the, the beauty of uh, the missionary work in India. It's incredible to, to be in Kerala and be at home. I couldn't talk to the people. They are totally different, totally racially, culturally, linguistically, everything. But we were Catholics. That's the beauty of the, of, the, of the Holy Catholic Church. We were the same. We are the same. I don't, I, we couldn't talk. We could just smile and nod approvingly our heads. But that was great to be there in India. Perhaps one day, hopefully, I'll go back again. Well, then maybe we'll have you on the show at some point to tell us all about yeah. India, all your all your activities. Yeah. Raymond, thank you for being on today, and we look forward to having you back in the future, okay? It was my pleasure to be here, my friend, and uh, count on me, Joe, for anything that I, I may be able to contribute to the growth and success of your show. Thank you very much, Raymond. We'll see you again soon. Okay. God bless Bye-bye. you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. The China virus lockdown suspended masks across the country. When restrictions were lifted, few Catholics returned to mass. Why? Because no matter how you slice it, American Catholics simply don't know our faith. In two different EWTN surveys of Catholics conducted in November of 2019 and February of 2020 respectively, 86% said that their religion is very important to them. Yet 82% reject at least one Catholic doctrine, 41% never go to confession, 61% don't attend Mass regularly, 70% don't believe in the real presence, 84% believe abortion should be illegal, and 55% agree with euthanasia. Clearly, American Catholics are completely or almost completely ignorant of the Catholic faith. If they weren't, these figures wouldn't be so dismal. Despite their lack of knowledge, it's nearly impossible to interest them in catechesis they need so desperately. Well, I've got a remedy for that. Introducing the What We Believe, Why We Believe It bulletin inserts, which are endorsed by Raymond Leo Cardinal Burke. Everyone reads the Sunday bulletin, and these bulletin inserts provide a thumbnail catechism lesson that is anything but typically boring catechism. They not only tell readers what the church believes, but why the church believes it. In the parishes where these bulletin inserts are already being used, parishioners love them. I know because I get emails every week telling me so. If you're a parish priest, you can get three months of what we believe, why we believe it to try it out for free. 
some laity get subscriptions for their parishes as well. To learn more, click on the link in my show notes that says Six-Pack System Bulletin Insert. It just requires 11 minutes of your time to see the video. Joe Sixpack, the every Catholic guy, wants to make sure you're informed about all the Catholic news you need to know. Here's Joe Sixpack's top five Catholic news picks for this episode. Catholic news pick number five. Hats off to National Catholic Register. Cardinal Raymond Burke's Twitter account stated on Saturday night, Cardinal Burke has been admitted to the hospital with COVID-19 and is being assisted by a ventilator. Doctors are encouraged by his progress. His eminence faithfully prayed the rosary for those suffering from the virus. On this vigil of the Assumption, let us now pray the rosary for him. We love you, your eminence. You can read the whole story by clicking the link in my show notes. Catholic News Pick Number 4 Hats off to the blaze. American Chinook helicopters were seen flying American personnel from the U.S. Embassy to Kabul's airport. The stunning visual drew comparisons to the infamous withdrawal of Americans from the U.S. Embassy in Saigon in 1975. You're an idiot! You can read the whole story by clicking the link in my show notes. Catholic News Pick Number 3 Hats off to the Catholic vote. The U.S. bishops are divided over whether to grant religious exceptions to Catholics seeking to avoid mandated COVID-19 vaccines. While some bishops, like Cardinal Timothy Dolan of New York, have forbidden priests to grant the religious exemptions that some laws allow, other bishops have encouraged their clergy to grant their requests. In a joint letter published August 6 on the Archdiocese of Denver website, Colorado's four bishops upheld the right of Catholic laypeople to refuse a vaccine on the grounds of conscience. I like that! You can read the whole story by clicking the link in my show notes. Catholic News Pick Number 2 Hats off to the Daily Wire. The Department of Homeland Security suggested that Americans with, quote, grievances over public health safety measures and perceived government restrictions, end quote, pose a potential domestic terrorism threat. The DHS memo follows multiple claims from the Biden administration that, quote, white supremacy, end quote, is the biggest threat to the country. Ah, shut your face! You can read the whole story by clicking the link in my show notes. Catholic News Pick Number 1 Hats off to Breitbart. A new poll from Fox News showed that 59% of registered Democrats have a positive view of socialism, compared to 49% who feel the same way about capitalism. Republicans viewed capitalism favorably, with just 8% favoring socialism. Obvious traitors. That makes me sad. You can read the whole story by clicking the link in my show notes. I am hard, but I am fair. It's time for the Catholic Boot Camp with your drill sergeant, Joe Sixpack, the every Catholic guy. Learn the Catholic faith and how to defend it like you've never heard it before. 
this boot camp is tough, so there's no political correctness, no spirit of Vatican II, and no namby-pamby platitudes. Drill Sergeant Joe Sixpack, the every Catholic guy, will prepare you for spiritual war. Now here's Joe Sixpack. Baron Stewart of England was a man whose ability to politically dodge and weave wasn't uncommon among the aristocracy of his day. He lived through one of the most tumultuous times in British history when the country couldn't make up its mind whether to be Catholic or Protestant. Serving under Queen Elizabeth I, who made the execution of Catholic priests her legacy, Baron Stuart apparently maintained a secret adherence to the Catholic faith while publicly embracing the Protestantism of the Queen and her father, King Henry VIII. In this foolish attempt to play games with the House of Tudor and God, Baron Stuart secretly kept two Catholic priests in hiding, one in his London palace, the other at his castle in the countryside outside the city. The two priests were hidden and protected for one purpose and one purpose alone, to be available for the Baron for the confession of his sins. He reasoned that if he needed to confess his sins, there would always be a priest available, because he was always at one of his two estates. Lulled into a false sense of security, Baron Stewart lived a life that mostly ignored the laws of God. One day, while traveling by carriage from London to his country estate, the Baron fell ill and recognized it as a punishment from God. He told his two carriage drivers to each take one of the horses and go in opposite directions to his two estates. He told them that the first one to return with a priest would receive a huge reward. Both men rode hard and each returned at the same time with a priest. When the priests and drivers opened the carriage door, they found Baron Stewart cold and dead. So much for his sense of spiritual security. Perhaps the most common sin committed against the first commandment, which is, I, the Lord, am your God, you shall have no other gods before me, and the theological virtue of faith is presumption. Presumption is defined as the mortal sin that, quote, leads one to expect graces from God without doing anything to obtain them, and even when acting the opposite, as when sinning, the person presumes that forgiveness is assured, end quote. Baron Stewart was guilty of the mortal sin of presumption when he lived believing he could count on God to make available to him the means of forgiveness and salvation when he was near death, despite that he lived a sinful life. Many of us do this today, but if you ask most Catholics whether they commit the mortal sin of presumption, they'll deny that they do. Indeed, most will seem appalled at the mere thought of it. Yet many, many Catholics do in fact commit presumption every day of their lives. As we've seen in many past boot camps, Jesus Christ founded the Catholic Church and he made it his arbiter, protector, and depository of the faith and for how he wants us to live it. Non-Catholic religions and their harmful theologies that have crept into Catholic thinking are mere Johnny-come-latelys that have no place in individual Catholic thought and practice. Christ's Church teaches a lot of things that bind Catholics in conscience, but many Catholics refuse to believe those truths because they think they're otherwise good Catholics and God won't hold them accountable for their laxity in the few sins they commit chronically. This is a very dangerous way of thinking, eternally dangerous. 
So you can determine whether you regularly commit mortal sin of presumption. Let's list just a few of the many sins commonly committed without repentance and confession. The refusal to believe one or more truths of the Catholic faith. Receiving communion in a state of mortal sin. Failing to attend Mass on Sundays or Holy Days of Obligation without sufficient reason. Practicing artificial contraception. Abusing drugs or alcohol. Entertaining impure thoughts. Having impure desires. Willfully listening to impure talk or jokes. Masturbation, any form of sexual misconduct outside the sacrament of matrimony, homosexual behavior, immodest dress, dating someone who can't lawfully marry, divorce and remarriage without a decree of nullity, attempting to marry outside the church, taking anything owned by another, failing to do sufficient work you're being paid to do, lying, gossip, detraction, calumny, contumely, tail-bearing, failing to fast or abstain when required to do so, or failing to contribute to the support of the church according to your means. Presumption is commonly practiced by many Catholics today, mainly because the current culture has convinced us that virtually anything goes without consequences. In other words, if it feels good, do it. The prevailing attitude seems to be that we think of ourselves as being basically good people, and God takes that into consideration. But that isn't how he set it up. He gave us the Ten Commandments, not the Ten Suggestions. He left his holy Catholic Church and the successors of the apostles to interpret those commandments for us, which has been done in perfect continuity for 2,000 years. Indeed, Jesus said to his apostles, He who hears you hears me, and he who rejects you rejects me, and he who rejects me rejects him who sent me. Therefore, any rejection of what the church officially teaches, either by our willful dissent or actions, is a rejection of Jesus and the Father. Living like Baron Stewart is a fool's game. When we think as he did, and unfortunately many Catholics do, God says to us as he did in Luke 12.20, Fool, this night your soul is required of you. Death comes without warning. None of us is guaranteed another breath. Indeed, I could die before I finish this, and thanks be to God, I have the good sense to fear that. That's what happened to Baron Stewart, who didn't have the good sense to fear it, and it could very well happen to us too. But we can escape the Baron's fate. Many people have told me it's not possible to live without sin, that some sins simply can't be avoided. That's a self-perpetuating lie right out of the bowels of hell. People try to justify the things they do, but there's never any justification for sin, especially mortal sin. And mortal sin gets easier and easier to commit each time we commit it, which is why it becomes so easy to justify. It's true that habitual sin is difficult to overcome, but you got into habitual sin through your own free will, and you can break the sin through your own free will, with God's help. The help he gives is a little thing called actual grace, something God gives us all in a superabundance. Let me urge you to consider whether you've been or are guilty of presumption. At times in my life, I've been guilty of presumption, so I know how difficult it is to recognize it and free yourself from it, but you can and must do what's necessary to please God. The consequences are eternally tragic. 
In order to do this, you must perform the five requirements established by Christ through his church. You have to make a good examination of conscience, be truly sorry for your sins, resolve not to sin again, confess your sins to a priest, and accept the penance the priest assigns. This is what we must do because Christ commands it. Hi, this is Christine Niles. I'm a senior producer here at Church Militant. With big tech plowing ahead and censoring conservatives, we encourage you to come to our website, churchmilitant.com. We give you authentic journalism from a Catholic perspective every day. We expose corruption because we're lay Catholics who want to see renewal in the church. So what are you waiting for? Visit churchmilitant.com today. The Catholic Church is 2,000 years old. A lot of wisdom is gained over two millennia. Each week we'll share some of that wisdom with a Catholic quote. So here's this week's Catholic quote. This week's Catholic quote is from Pope St. John Paul II. He said, Do not be afraid. Open wide the doors to Christ. I believe a really great way to teach the faith is through stories, parables, and anecdotes. So here's today's story. Joe E. Brown was one of America's most popular comedians in the 1930s and 40s. He lost a son during World War II, yet he did his part entertaining the troops. Once he was entertaining a large group of soldiers on an airstrip in New Guinea, and it had been a long show because the men were just starved for some fun. Every time Joe would try to stop, the men would cheer and applaud and get him to continue. He finally had to say, listen, you kids, that's all I know. They kept up the racket, then there was a little break in the noise. From the back of the crowd, one young soldier shouted, hey, Joe, tell us some dirty stories. You could have heard a pin drop. The boys all looked at Joe. He stood there a moment, then just forgot he was a comedian and told them what he would have told his own sons. Listen, you kids, I've been on stage since I was 10. I've told all kind of jokes to all kinds of people, but I'm proud in all that time I've never had to stoop to a dirty story to get a laugh. I know some dirty stories, kids. I've heard plenty of them in my life. But I made a rule a long time ago that I'd never tell a story that I wouldn't want my mother to hear me telling. The applause came. It went on and on. And the youngster who asked for the dirty story was applauding with the rest of them. Within days, the news got halfway around the world. The letters began coming into Joe from parents, and many of them read, I'm going to pray for you every night for what you've done for my boy. A dirty story shows your lack of a sense of decency and the state of your soul. It disgusts people who prefer the clean things of life. It dishonors your parents, your friends, your God, and yourself. Be like Joe Brown and say nothing you wouldn't want your mother to hear. God hears you. This has been The Cantankerous Catholic with Joe Sixpack, the Every Catholic Guy. Thanks for subscribing, and be sure to visit cantankerouscatholic.com to get your free copy of Joe's popular book, The Best of What We Believe, Why We Believe It.